Hi, I'm Chancellor Ronnie Green. I'm Dr. Marco Barker, Vice Chancellor for Diversity and Inclusion. And I'm Charlie Foster, Assistant Vice Chancellor for Inclusive Student Excellence. I also serve as the Director of the Office of Academic Success and Intercultural Services, known as OASIS. We're so excited to have you at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And we welcome you into our community. And to this year's Husker Dialogues. At Nebraska, we believe in the power of every person. Here, every person and every interaction matters. That's why Husker Dialogues is important. Huskers empower other Huskers to use their voices, fostering inclusive excellence and building campus community. Inclusive student excellence begins with you. Join the conversations here at Husker Dialogues. Be bold. Take, Take the, the first, first step. step. At Nebraska, all are welcome. Courageous conversations with our peers are a part of that. Intentional discussion is a catalyst for change. Be bold and join the conversation. We want you to use this time to step out of your comfort zone and learn from each other's stories. Your story is powerful. You have influence. Husker Dialogues is a space for learning and growth. Listen and engage with one another. Remember, this is a dialogue, not a debate. The only thing to gain here is better understanding of your fellow Huskers. At Nebraska, we use our collective strengths. At Nebraska, we learn together. At Nebraska, we grow together. Go, Go Big, Big Red. Red. Hi, my name is Seth Keynes. I'm so happy that you're a part of Husker Dialogues this year. I'm excited for you to hear everyone's stories. Hopefully you learn more about what it means to be a Husker and why we as students love to call this place home. Being one of the only people from my hometown to come to the University of Nebraska, I set an expectation for myself to meet new people. Whether it was meeting my friends Mary, Matt, and Nathan on Able Floor 11, or getting introduced to their acquaintances while going to on-campus events, I made it a point to put myself out there and meet new people. I believe that I was successful in making new friends, but it didn't come without its challenges. Finding my belongings specifically within my college was a bit of a struggle. Between the imposter syndrome of being around my peers or feeling out of place as an Afro-Latino man in engineering, I didn't feel the same sense of belonging as others in my major. To be fair, I realized that I stick out like a sore thumb. As a black man in my college, I quickly noticed that I was always the only black person, if not the only person of color in my classes. This realization led me into a chain of negative perceptions on myself and my belonging within my college courses. During my freshman year, I felt that I had to work twice as hard during class projects to get the same recognition for my hard work, that I had to change my personality in order to garner respect from my peers. I was even told once that it was crazy that I was in my major since there aren't people like me in my college. Though I had friends, technically, I still felt a sense of loneliness. Over time, I was able to make a few close friends in my classes, but I still couldn't help but walk into all my classes every day with a feeling of embarrassment and discomfort. When talking with my friends outside of my college about my experiences of feeling marginalized in my classes, some shared the same sentiments and reassured me that they were dealing with similar experiences. I was assured that I belonged in those classes just as much as the other students did. Though I felt that my peers did not respect me at times, I had to realize that lots of students may be shy, 
just like me, and everyone has their own personal stories and struggles they may be going through. They reminded me that it's okay to be shy at first and that I would make more friends with time. People can be intimidating, but making the first step to just be polite and say hello can turn strangers into friends. Going to a predominantly white institution can be hard, but it's important to find other people with similar backgrounds as you. Finding community doesn't have to be hard, all it takes is a bit of talking and being yourself. Unfortunately, I still have to walk into classrooms as the only black student, but I am now able to walk into my classes being aware that I still have friends to go back to. Though I had to work hard to push myself out of my comfort zone, things took a turn for the better. I was a teaching assistant for a class called Engineering 100, Interpersonal Skills and Leadership. I worked in two different labs as an undergraduate researcher, and I'm a part of the McNair Scholars Program. Through these experiences, I've been able to meet many more people that I am so happy to call my friends. Though I'm still working towards finding my own people within my college, being able to go home to people who understand me and my background always gives me the drive to continue working towards completing my degree. Finding community at UNL can be as simple as going out of your way to socialize and be polite with your peers. Looking back on my three years at UNL, some of the best ways I made friends was through participating in large on-campus events. On some of your first nights, introduce yourself to people on your floor in your dorm, go to the club fair and join a club you find interesting, or just go to the rec center to work out. Try joining an intramural club or sport that you've never done before. We have some of the best on-campus facilities in the Midwest, and they can be a great way of forming community. As my parting words in this speech, I would like to bestow some of my senior advice for thriving at UNL. One, don't walk through the dark brown column in front of the Adele Learning Commons. It's bad luck and you won't graduate on time. Two, share some Crab Rangoon from Imperial Palace with friends on the Union Green Space. The vibes are great. Three, the second floor of Andrews Hall restroom is the best restroom on campus. Pay it a visit if you can. Four, East Campus is severely underrated, and I would recommend hitting their rec center, learning commons, and dairy store. And lastly, five, when at Husker Games, shout Go Big Red to watch everyone around you go absolutely nuts. Best of luck to you guys on your freshman year journey. By age six, I knew I was different. I knew I was bigger than my peers. I knew I wasn't the girl who got the boys on movies. I knew I wasn't the girl on magazine covers. And I knew I lived in a world that would treat me less because of it. I engaged in disordered eating behaviors. I remember one day working during high school and my worst fear came true. A preacher from my small community came in and commented that I looked so good. Keep it up, he said. My worst fears came true because I noticed how differently people treated me when I was thinner. People started cheering me on and taking notice, but little did they know that I was struggling, restricting, and purging behind the scenes. I felt sick, and I was sick. When asked about the details of high school, I still can't exactly remember because my brain was fuzzy. I always had headaches and felt dizzy, but one particular day, I remember having to sit down against the lockers because I was so woozy, my eyesight went black, and everything felt wrong. This was a turning point for me because, well, I was scared and tired of feeling horrible and feeling like I was missing out on life. 
Because truth was, I loved my life. Well, outside of my looks. This is the day I started to prioritize my health before my size. Something my whole life society told me were synonymous, but in this moment, I knew that they weren't. I had a long confidence and health journey ahead of me, and during my last year in high school, I started to find myself and my true passion. One day I was assigned the role of a defense attorney in our criminal justice class. I had never felt more powerful and confident than addressing the jury. I had a voice and everyone was listening. It was that day that I decided I wanted to be a criminal defense attorney. It was around that same time that I challenged myself to compete in pageants. Now I know what y'all are thinking. Body image issues and this girl wants to compete in pageants. And what was my talent gonna be? Well, that's exactly why I wanted to do it. Because I wanted to take advantage of a captive audience to share my journey in a space that had probably never heard a message like mine before. And I had always wanted to do a pageant but I was always met with, oh, Katie, you're too good for that. I knew what they meant. They didn't think I could win. And I didn't at first, but slowly changing people's minds to what a role model looks like, I won my first title. Then this past year, I became the first ever plus size woman to make top five at Miss Nebraska. Negative body image affects almost everyone in some way. Over half of all teenagers use unhealthy weight control behaviors. The diet industry is a $72 billion business. It is everywhere. With this new pageant platform, I've networked with the body positive community and spoke out about the injustices that I faced. When I posted about getting disrespected during doctor appointments, my teams were flooded with people who said they had went through the exact same thing. I hope one day we don't have this beauty standard. I hope one day we can just be. I hope one day as a lawyer I can get justice for higher weight people that make less money for the same work and have to pay more for health care. But it starts here, it starts today, with all of us beautiful people. Thank you. Coming to Nebraska, in August of 2018, I thought I had it all under control. I was of the belief that in four years, I'd graduate with a bachelor's in architecture and pursue my master's in the same program. You see, I always made good grades. I graduated from high school with a 4.5 GPA, along with an extensive resume of extracurricular activities. However, I ignorantly assumed that college would be just as simple. I learned quickly that life is not so straightforward. You see, coming to Nebraska was my first taste of freedom. My parents were never strict. However, we had expectations in our household that I fully agree with now. But I threw all of that out the window. I focused too much on the girls and being everywhere but in my textbooks. I also realized that my childhood dream of being an architect was no longer a goal of mine. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. This all came back to bite me at the end of my freshman year, May 2019. I was academically dismissed from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. There I was, experiencing one of the harshest realities I could have ever imagined for myself. Up until this point, I never failed. I always achieved my goals, but here I was, in a valley so low, so
so dark, I was slowly losing myself. All of the plans I had for my life, the strategic schedule I put myself on, was so slowly slipping away. But if it had not been for my God, I do not know if I would be here to tell the story today. His grace, mercy, and love manifested in the encouragement I received from my parents. I'll never forget the shocking lack of disappointment they had. This gave me the strength to appeal my dismissal. With the help of my advisor, Leslie Gonzalez, and by the grace of the appeals board, I was let back into this wonderful university. My plan may have been delayed, but it surely isn't denied. A breath of fresh air followed by a sigh of relief. This is exactly what happened when I arrived back on campus in August of 2019. Being the strategic person I am, I knew I had to make a web of positive connections to make it through. This web consisted of three amazing individuals in the Office of Academic Success and Intercultural Services, and their names are as follows. Katie Kodad, Kara Russell, and Kevin Reese. They were truly heaven sent. Their advice helped me to turn my academic career around. I soon became an Oasis peer mentor, which allows me to be a guiding light for first year students, something I so desperately needed my freshman year. In this program, I can see the impact I leave on students when I tell them my story and to help them write their own. It was in this program I found that my calling is to help people. I knew some familiar faces in the College of Business faculty, so I decided to declare as a human resource management major. In the College of Business, I finally found who it is I was called to be, a person destined to help others, a person called to make the world a better place through building relationships. I may not have had the straightforward road I imagined to get to where I am now, but it was simply delayed, but not denied. Hi, my name is Alea Green and I am a senior here at UNL studying Nutrition and Health Sciences. Coming to UNL was a great dream of mine. However, finding myself here was a little different than what I imagined. As an introvert, meeting people can be hard for me at times. It's led me to feel lonely and at times I struggle to fit in with others. Eventually, I found a few friends, but I still spent time alone. Sister Circle was a game changer for me. My friend Amo had been in Sister Circle before the pandemic and was interested in reclaiming it for the community. My choice to join in made a difference in my experience here at UNL. Sister Circle is a support group for African Americans and African women. We meet weekly for discussions including topics surrounding sisterhood, academic stress, relationship stress, family concerns, expression of diversity and multiculturalism, and social issues for women of color. We have built a community on campus by cultivating a safe space to be ourselves around other women who look like us. Sister Circle allows young black women to gather with our sisters and de-stress from the week. Finding a community in a predominantly white institution is already a challenge, let alone a community of young black women. We get to know other young black women on campus and share our experiences. 
Our meetings let us know that we are not alone and that other black women are going through the same struggles as us. Having leaders like Assistant Vice Chancellor Charlie Foster and Dr. Felisa Ivory Horton allows young black women to see examples of life after college and their outstanding accomplishments thus far. They add to the community we have built for ourselves by sharing their life experiences and how they have and are currently navigating through it now. For example, being a member has encouraged me to do more on campus by stepping up at work and making myself known to other student organizations on campus. I am a student worker at the Performance Nutrition Table where I help assist athletes and athletic staff. This has positively impacted me professionally by building these network connections. A few of the other student organizations I'm part of include the African People's Union and African Student Association. Building communities like Sister Circle on UNL's campus is essential so that minority groups have a safe space to be themselves and a place to grow around people that look like them. At the end of last semester, all Sister Circle members came together on campus at the Multicultural Center for an indoor brunch. It was so calming to just be in their presence. Our conversations ranged from finals to summer plans. I am so glad that we were all able to come together and connect after such a long, stressful semester. I can't wait to see how the new semester unfolds. I am so grateful to be a part of Sister Circle. This community is where I feel safe and can be my unapologetic self. Even though I'm an introvert, Sister Circle lets me feel heard, seen, and appreciated. I can truly be myself when I am with them. The friendships and relationships I have made within Sister Circle are intentional and uplifting and it continues to shape me into the strong black women I am today.